0: Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I'm so excited to be back here with you this week, serving up conversations about healing and spiritual growth for the fearful avoidant attachment style. And I'm so excited for today's guest. She is an animal card reader, a dear, dear friend. And she is here to tell us about the healing medicine that animals are here to give us in a symbiotic relationship. It's not just, you know, one way, it's like both ways. Um, and she shares a lot about healing medicine that she's received from animals. And we do a live card reading, which is so fun. I hope you enjoy. She pulls a card for the entire Lit AF community. This is a super fun one. Megan is also just hilarious. And she has so much Incredible background, like she's got just so much experience in this realm, and so it's really cool to hear her talk and for her to be a mirror. I really, really enjoyed this. So, as always, before we get into this week's episode, I have my weekly check-in, and this week I'm excited to share. And we talk about this a little bit in the episode that I just went on a girls' weekend trip with some manifestation friends, their friends that I met from the To Be Magnetic pathway here in San Francisco. And I met them about two years ago at the beginning of the pandemic. One of them moved away to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And we, Megan and I, went to go visit her for the weekend. And it was, I just thought it was amazing. It was so fun for me to be able to like switch from skiing and doing outdoor activities to um, talking about our feelings and like going so deep. And then also, you know, like giving our thoughts on manifestation and like how different modalities work. It was just so much fun. And Jackson is such a beautiful place. It was also the first time I got to go skiing in two years, which was, I'm not going to (laughs) lie, real hard on on the legs. Skiing, it like works just such a specific muscle in your body. And I feel like, I mean, I trust me, I wanted to train for this weekend. I didn't, but I feel like even if I had tried, I'm not really sure that I would have been able to. Um, really train the right muscles because it's just such an odd muscle in your body that you use to barrel yourself downhill at top speeds. (laughs) What a fucking weird sport. And I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) But yeah, it was so fun to go skiing again and to be in Jackson skiing. Oh my God. The vistas were absolutely gorgeous. We happened to be there on Gaper Day, which is like basically a local holiday. Everyone dresses up on the mountain like Gaper's Um, If you're not familiar with the term, it's someone that's new to skiing. It's it's a derogatory term. In the parking lot, our neighbor had a cheese grater for shredding, like shredding the mountain on your skis. Um, And she was literally grating cheese into people's mouths. I obviously did it (laughs) because I just needed to see what she was doing with the shredder. It was just pure silliness and so much fun. And then there was a free festival in town. So we got to see some live music, which was amazing. It was nice to just dance again. And it's so fun. (laughs) Being in a bar smells like a bar and not drinking, just getting my little like tonic water and having a blast and not feeling like I need to drink at all. It was so fun. I think I'm at my two-year sobriety mark. I talked about it last week with Ari Eastman. But it's, it's such an interesting journey becoming sober. Like I'm to the point now where I like, I can easily go to a bar and not get triggered of like worried about whether I'm going to get a drink or like triggered by other drunk people there. I just like had a fucking great time and (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I oftentimes just make fun of drunk people when they're in front of me. So if you are there and you are drunk, I'm so sorry. It's not personal. It's just a thing. So, yeah, super fun. I loved seeing all the nature and so many animals, and the weather was so beautiful while we were there. We got to walk in the Grand National Teton Park, Grand Teton National Park, I think it's called. It's just so beautiful. It is such a special place. If you haven't been, I highly, highly recommend going. Love that, um, love girlfriends trips, love internet friends, (laughs) love hanging out with people that can go deep emotionally. I fucking just love it. I feel really blessed and really lucky and I can't wait to do it again. It's just, yeah, it was so fun. Okay, so that's it for my check-in and for announcements as always, I would love to ask you for a review of the show. You're liking lit AF, please scroll down to this app, the, whatever app you're listening in, hit that five star review. If you're feeling it, no pressure, no pressure, but like, you know, I would love that. Um, and share with the world why you like this podcast. Um, this helps to grow the show and to share this free resource with other people. Honestly, listening to a podcast has been such an important part of my own healing journey. Um, So this could help someone else on their own healing journey. And I think that's it for this week's announcements. I think I'm going to just leave it there. It's just I'm excited to be back. And I'm very excited for this week's episode. So let's get into it with Megan Sprague. kick it over to you, Megan Sprague, for an animal card reading for the Lit AF community, please.
1: Yes. Thank you, Sarah. I do feel like in the spirit of acknowledging, I am going to do a land acknowledgement, but I also want to acknowledge that in order for me to participate in this Lit AF podcast recording, I just deleted an entire backup of my iPhone on the computer. So I'm really dedicated to being here today. Sure is, sure is, woof. are. <laughs> Before I begin this reading, I'm going to acknowledge that I am performing this reading on as a settler occupying the ancestral lands of the Southern Pomo and Coast Miwok people who are federally recognized as the Great and Rancheria in so-called Sonoma County, California. Um, I'm also using for this reading, I'm using the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. This is from Kim Kranz, really talented, really beautiful illustrator too. And uh, animal cards are descendants, if you will, of tarot or tarot, depending on how you pronounce it. And tarot practice is um, an ancestral practice of the Romani people, Um, something that Romani people have been pressed for for I believe centuries, don't quote me on that, but it's a privilege and an honor to be borrowing from cultures that are not mine today. With that in mind, um, I'll open a container. So I'm opening a container um, for this reading for the Lidaf community. I'm calling upon the spirits of self-tending, the spirits of different attachment styles, the spirits of the Bay Area, Um, I'm calling upon the animals, plants, any benevolent ancestors that are working with all of us at this time, please come forward. Um, I call upon the four directions, north, south, east, and west, and on the elements, earth, water, air, and fire. And I respectfully request that any and all discordant energies, please go elsewhere where your energy can be transmuted for your greatest and highest good. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll bye. Bye, later. <laughs> <Night> <laughs> drop. I need you there every time I do that, Sarah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be there.
1: All right. So this reading, we're just going to che- do a little check-in. What is the Lit AF community being invited to pay attention to at this current moment? I'm, like, picturing my hands catching on fire.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. What? Okay.
1: There is some fire in this image. Mm. So this is Wolf. Wolf is, like mucho democratic wolf is a sacred animal in mexican culture so this makes i think makes a lot of sense or is quite fitting um considering you sarah and your wonderful husband and his lineage wolf i suppose so exactly so wolf is someone who considers the needs of all the needs of the collective in making decisions and i'm thinking for the lid community uh, one way of embodying lit energy is to consider the needs of everybody and also prioritizing the needs of the collective over any one individual so taking in all perspectives before making big decisions and moving forward how does that resonate
0: mm, well hello woof. hello <laughs> woof, woof. <Hey>. Ow. Ow. <laughs> i love that i i feel like this is like yeah I I love that energy and I wish that we all kind of imbibed it more which is neither here nor there but <laughs> but it is how I feel it is the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Very like community oriented, group oriented, like thinking of um the whole of the collective, which I love.
1: The interconnectedness of all. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, I love Very that. Very important. Uh, oh, thank you for that card, Paul. I always love to start with a card poll because I feel like it just sets the tone for the reader and for the conversation, which is going to be democratic. I'm very excited about that. <laughs>
2: so, we're all going to vote. You,
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to vote <laughs> equally. <laughs> uh, it'll be an honor system, the voting system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, if you could democratically introduce yourself to listeners – Tell us,
1: tell us what you're about. Yes. Yeah. So I'm Megan Sprague. This is my second time on the Lit podcast. I'm so excited. I previously um, was sharing about manifesting my partner, but this time I'm sharing about my business. Ask me about my small business. It's time. So I am living in Sonoma County, um, California, the occupied ancestral lands of the Great and Rancheria people. And I am an animal card reader. I'm a baby witch, <laughs> I'm also an herbalist, a future thru-hiker, and a um, psychology student. So I'm kind of bringing it all together, and yeah, I'm just like really excited today to be sharing professionally and personally. Oh man. I'm so excited to have you here. The manifestation
0: episode is so special, and the story of how Megan manifested her partner is like amazing. I tell it to people all the time even. Sorry. I do. It's just so wild the way it all came together. So, um definitely recommend if you haven't listened to it. head back. It was it came out in December. It's, it's a delicious episode and delicious. it like will get you excited about manifestation. One of my favorite words. Okay, so tell us about your relationship to animals. Because you have a very—I've spe- never seen anyone have a relationship with animals in the same way that you do. Yeah, yeah it's wow. really special.
1: Thank you. I'll share my first. I mean, this sounds weird, but like my first intimate relationship with an animal was not not like physically intimate, but emotionally intimate. <laughs> That's why I'm like, not
0: that kind of episode, people.
1: <laughs> no, please, yeah elsewhere there's other podcasts (laughs) for that um (laughs) my first animal relationship was with his name's Miko the raccoon from Pocahontas and I had this little like stuffed animal thing and I would carry him around and I would put him in the crabapple tree in my family's front yard at the house I grew up in outside Boston and I was heartbroken when apparently that tree was dead (laughs) Oh my God. And they, they, it was like they decided to cut it down. And I was like, that's Miko's tree. I was so oh excited. <gasps> and the first purchase I ever made was with, I think it was like birthday money, my sixth birthday. I bought one of those TY beanie baby, like the, the stuffed animal ones, a pig. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So I've always been
1: going for the animals. But my relationship, my current iteration of my relationship with animals, um, developed about how many years ago? I think it's been five years, a little over five years ago when I was living in um, Homer, Alaska. And every neighborhood has a moose. <laughs> I learned that or has several <laughs> moose. So my neighborhood had a mama moose and she had little babies that I think oh. I moved in right after they were born. One, only one of them survived. The, I think one of them got hit by a car or something, which is pretty common. Anyways, I would see this moose every time I was considering I was going it was a really intense time in my life of like survival, of you know, being alone, getting out of an abusive relationship. And every time I would consider whether I should move back to California, I would see this fucking moose. Whoa. <laughs> like it was wild. Like she would I had an outdoor shower, she would watch me, you know, I'd just be showering, and then I'd look up and be like, Oh, damn, she's right there, like, 10 feet away looking at me. Um, I'd see her when I'd go. I'd cross-country ski instead of walking my dog in the neighborhood. And she would just appear with her baby. And at night, I'd be walking, like, before summer when I it was still nighttime. And I'd turn around, and she'd be five feet from me. And I'd just, like, see her glowing eyes. It was always when I was, like, what's the next step? What am I supposed to do? Mm. So then I started looking up animal cards i learned about i think i asked my, my yoga teacher i was going to these kundalini yoga classes this is all like very white girl in wellness <laughs> but anyways represent you represent know what? represent we're here my teacher i think she said that there was like animal medicine that i could connect with and i found this native american deck david sims and i i don't remember the other um person's name but that was my first deck and moose was like your innate wisdom Whoa. So, yeah. Since then, I've had relationships with skunk, not like that kind of, you know. Again, I've, <laughs> I've been, I've seen a lot of skunks, Infinite but not, they're not Yeah, very <laughs> <intimate> relationships. <laughs> and a great blue heron and egret, white egrets. I see them all the time. Um, and then I'm like, you know, I would say I'm a human about my neighborhood with all the neighborhood cats. Mm. Yeah, I have a strong relationship with many animals.
0: It's really inspiring. I'm curious if you can tell us, like, what is the energy or the
1: healing that you're pulling from them when you encounter them or when they're coming
0: up in your life?
1: I was thinking about this today. I'll borrow a, a, an idea from eco-psychology. So I'm taking my first eco-psychology class this semester, and it's been, like, mind-blowing. It's everything I care about in one class. Like, I didn't know that this existed, that there's already a field, and I happen to live in the, like, the birthplace of it. Ah. Um, yeah, it's insane. So one of the aspects of eco-psychology is um, the idea of reciprocity. Eco-psychology looks at and studies the relationship between our minds, our our psychological well-being, our overall well-being, and the well-being of the earth. And for health and well-being to exist between humans and the earth, there's the idea of reciprocity. That has to exist. It has to be reciprocally beneficial. So I will often look to animals or when animals appear to me when I'm walking or something, I will look to them and I will remember, oh, I already know what to do. Oh, it's, it's usually an invitation of, I have a role to play in this situation and everything's going to be okay because Mm. animals are always playing their role. Did you see uh, my octopus teacher Oh my god, yes, loves that. Like she's so amazing. She's not like swimming around. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? Everyone's trying to eat me. And then when <laughs> I'm gonna have babies, like I'm also gonna die. She's not doing that, and she's not like, who is this human? Like, what the fuck is this per? Is this thing here yeah. and taking pictures of me? She's not doing that. She's just like, yeah, yeah whatever, cool. I'm I'm doing my thing. This is what I'm here for. Like she's fulfilling her sole mission and that's what I'm reminded of with animals. That's amazing.
0: And so you and I actually were hanging out recently where we were in a space where we encountered multiple wild animals. And I asked you when there's so many around us, which is pretty rare for me. I live in San Francisco, like pretty urban. It's really wild when I see a coyote, I freak out. Like, the animal I see the most is my dog, Frida, who is obviously the most precious being on the planet. I am very biased. Um, but when we're, when we're in a, a landscape, I feel like some listeners are in this kind of environment where they're seeing multiple animals like throughout a, a minute. So I'm curious when that happens, like what are you pulling or um, what, what, what comes up for you? What's the most prevalent
1: thing? I think in that, in the instance of experiencing many different animals, it's generally my understanding of intuition is that. The universe and and your connection with higher consciousness and higher knowing your higher self will show up in the way that you have agreed upon, or you've said, Oh yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, that's actually like I'm cool with you talking to me that way. So for example, if one of your, you know, there's all different clairs, like the clairvoyance, so that's seeing, claire cognizance is knowing, clairsentience is feeling, depending on what your kind of intuitive signature is which you've, you can kind of start to, a person can kind of start to tease apart what that is and what that comes from through examining past experiences that felt intuitive. That can be a really good indicator. So for me, I experience claircognizance the most and clairaudience. But clairaudience, I'm not hearing voices. I'm not like hearing, you know, Wolf isn't like, howling in my ear that's not really (laughs) what's going on but um, (laughs) it's usually if I'm walking like let's say I go on you know I hike Um, if I'm on a hike and I'm listening to I'm thinking I'm kind of lost in my head it's what gets me out of my thoughts so it could Mm. be a podcast says this is the word and then I look and I see a bird and I'm like that's my grandfather that's literally happened or like when we were in the wild place last weekend <laughs> there are lots lots of wild animals in Wyoming for me it's the one that the animal i know that the animal medicine is for me when i witness it and i i have it's like everything else melts away i'm generally a really like cerebral verbal anxious <laughs> processor and when i when that is like oh girl you got this like Mm. oh it's actually okay like we saw those two hawks when I'm mesmerized by the animal I've had this happen with swans and I'm just like I just stared at them and my friend was like whatever cool these swans let's take a picture and go and I'm just like these swans are the most amazing swans I've ever seen it's usually when I'm mesmerized by them or when I'm like really emotional and really in some type of turmoil and then I'm just like oh what if I just thought of it a different way I hope that is helpful because I'm also not trying to say like because I, I I've been told that I will at some point be able to communicate with animals and I'm waiting on that. I want that. So I don't want people to oh, think that there's like a secret animals are for everyone.
0: I can't wait for that for you. First of all, I can't. That'll be amazing. <laughs> and I love. Yeah, it feels very accessible to me to be able to like I know mesmer. I know what mesmerized is like that is something I can access easily. So I feel like that's that totally makes sense. And I'm curious like for that feeling, if you could talk more about it because you did mention like being a little bit anxious and so um for listeners that are kind of more on the anxious spectrum, I'd love to hear more about how it factors into your process of like, oh, I got this. Like what about it or what like is it just, oh, I'm pulling being pulled into reality instead of outside, like instead of sitting in my anxiousness, like I'm curious what it is if you can describe it.
1: I'll give an example. I think it was Two years ago, when we first—it was a little while after we had first met—very potent time, early oh twenty twenty. <laughs> what a time that was! We had a great time. Um, we're I We're still friends. Two years later, we're still I know. here. <laughs> Gifts. So, I was manifesting a new place to live, where I'm actually in right now, and I think I was getting sober you know, in some iteration of that, I was going through a really intense time with um, an autoimmune condition and a lot of like physical symptoms from that. I discovered I couldn't eat everything I was eating because I had to heal this leaky gut and like just everything was really hard. And what started happening was I would walk my dog in my neighborhood and I think I would talk. I started doing morning pages too from The Artist's Way. Um, A friend had noticed I was like really in it and they bought me the artist way. And I started doing morning pages and through morning pages, I started what I now understand was talking to my guides and my support Mm. team and also to my higher self. I would start writing like, I can't take this shit anymore. Make it obvious, show me the way and I'll fucking do it. Make it obvious. It would be because I was working at an, like I was working in healthcare too. So it was really stressful and a student and I was doing animal cards every night, like pulling for myself. And I was pulling the fucking Phoenix card every night, which is like, burn it all to the ground, sacred rebirth from the ashes. And like, that was at night. But then in the morning, I'd go on a walk and I'd be like, damn, that was a doozy. And I would see this great blue heron that would like take flight right in front of me. The same one. I saw this great blue heron in the morning and then I would see it at night and it, I it would like, I got to know where it nested at night. It would like fly mm. over me. And I was like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> so <laughs> then I started like developing this relationship with the great blue heron. And as I was calling in my place, I started seeing herons everywhere. Mm. I would see white herons or cranes on my way to work. Like I had never seen them before. And I would see like 12. I, also, I saw them on quarters. I think it's North or South Carolina. Whoa. I was them on quarters. Like, get out of here. I can't remember what your question was. <laughs> anxiety?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm curious, like, how does it – when you're in that moment of anxiety and you're like, I can't make a decision or I can't figure it out or I don't know what the right answer is, how does that animal medicine, like, kind of, like, pierce the anxiety or, like, mm. what happens?
1: It's often a conversation where I will have asked for help or support. And again, it's because I've agreed upon, I have communicated externally, this is how I receive your information. Like I imagine if I was into Jesus and I said, this is how I receive Jesus's love. And I was like, I consented to it. I would just experience it that particular way all the time. For me, it's animals. I've said, I'm on board with animals. (laughs) really, Yeah, I'm super on board. I've already asked and it will come through like pretty quickly. Or wow. they they also appear the herons and the egrets and the cranes. They show up often when I'm driving somewhere. Driving for me is one of my most intuitive times. <laughs> I've heard this <laughs> from like other <laughs> witches where they're like, yeah, like it's very far. unconscious yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. well yeah i like open a container to manifest like a cheap gas station or something with a starbucks drive through but anyway so i will see i go i travel a lot i go on a lot of adventures and i will be like oh you should have left earlier why didn't you leave earlier oh like you didn't finish this homework assignment and oh you forgot that thing and then as i'm thinking that there's a there's a egret right there on the wow. side of i5
0: it's that egret's like don't talk to yourself like that yeah that's yeah. so negative.
1: Or a hawk. I'll just be driving, mm. and I'm going like 70, and there's a hawk on a fence, and it's it's only like this big, and oh, I no. see it. So wow. that I'm seeing it in the flesh, I would like to believe that I'm special, and that this is one of my special powers. I love that. Thank you.
0: I love that. I think it's really cool. Um, and your blue heron has shown up in other ways, like your partner's house.
1: Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. Of, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my mom will see my heron and send me pictures. Um, one of our – Rachel Besser, our mutual friend, she will send me pictures. She'll be like, oh, your bird's here again. And <laughs> – and then when I was, um, calling in my partner, it was a year. We, yeah, it'll be a year this, the end of this month. Wow. We, crazy. Our first date. But he sent me after our first date and, you know, perfectly anxiously attached, um, at the time, Megan, he sent me his address to come over for brunch for our second date. And I, of course I hop on the internet and I'm like, show me more about this house. And I look at like, zillow or something and there's all the pictures from the real estate listing and in a bunch of pictures there were statues of my bird oh my god and he had and i was like bullshit this is ridiculous <laughs> like who the fuck is this guy and he still has those statues oh my god yeah and they're all over his neighborhood too they're all over my neighborhood wow. i start cleaning the other na- like yeah random that's wild Everyone. they're like hey we got you
0: we're yeah. here don't
1: ever forget that mm-hmm. i do wonder uh, if i move away from this area if i will have a new animal
0: well, like i don't know we went to jackson and you're
1: like look at that crane oh i did see. holy it. shit <laughs> i was like what <laughs> yeah. and and also come to find out that well i knew this but in homer homer is homer alaska is known for the is a place for the bird migration like one of the largest bird migrations every spring it's every may and it's insane like you can see all the any bird you think of it's probably migrated there and one of the birds that comes for the summer is the sandhill cranes So they've been with me like this whole time.
0: They've been there the whole time, guys.
1: <laughs> they were in Oops. Jackson taking a little pit stop before they go. <laughs> they made to turning north. Oh, my
0: gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it too cuz it's a, it's a really cool way for you to and like like when I see you it, it, noticing these birds or these animals it's this wonderful symbiotic relationship of like I respect you and I'm learning from you at the same time. So it's I just I think it's a really inspirational way to navigate through land.
1: Thank you. And and
0: kind of talking about that ego psychology, like you're living it, which is really cool.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I even experience it when I go to a zoo. <laughs> of course, I'm just like oh, not. <laughs> What do you want to teach me? I'll just, like, stand in front of, a, you know, the Wolverine.
0: Like, I feel like you while. would never leave the
1: zoo. You would no. Just I think, All day. Yeah, I think last time I went to a zoo, I was there for, like, three and a half hours. <laughs> they, like, kicked you out. Yeah, ago, I was hungry. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. I were like, climbing and Joshua Tree, and I was like, I'm going to the zoo. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> it's a really
0: important journey that I'm on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Not say expensive. hi to the animals. Oh, I okay. love that so much. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I know I am. If you're enjoying the litaf podcast, I humbly ask you to make a financial contribution to the litaf tip jar. Your support will help make this podcast happen. Financial contributions help to cover costs like podcast hosting site, podcast recording software, and it also helps us to pay our amazing, talented podcast editor that brings us these sweet episodes every single week. Monthly and one-off donation options are available, and we've got some sweet thank you gifts for everyone participating. If you're interested in making your financial contribution, please visit sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Now back to this week's episode. Thank you so much. Well, I'm wondering if you want to do a little live reading for me, too, because it's such an interesting thing that you do, and I thought it'd be really fun for guests to get just like get a little taste of like what you do as a reader.
1: Yes, please. Snapping her fingers. I'm saying yes. Snapping with yes, not like let's go, which is (laughs) capitalist programming runs deep. I do apologize. (laughs) We're working on it. I love it. We're dismantling many systems and structures. One Um, of them. So we already have a beautiful container open for Lit AF. And now we're just going to say, homies, support teams, I'm looking. I don't see them right now. I'm just like, they might be around me. And you, Sarah, we're just going to call upon anyone that's here supporting you right now. Anyone that has your, Sarah Cardenas, Cohen, your greatest and highest good in mind. That's what we're looking for. And I will also acknowledge that Wolf is out here because you are the queen of the Lideath community. So that card is still... <laughs> that's like our ink card. The or queen in like a very democratic kind of one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everyone gets a voice. Everyone. Not like Bridgerton. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Sarah, what... Do you have any questions you'd like to ask or any anything you want to check in about? Uh, Themes, topics. So generally we can pull anywhere between one and three cards. I generally find that pulling more than three cards, usually anxious Megan does that before bed. She's be like, I want another one. Um, so I didn't like that one. No, you make it more specific and then it's like, girl. Um, so, read, the card. read the card. Take the card. So self-tending three animal cards is what I offer. And these are one-on-one sessions um, with me in which I act as your mirror and guide for your own self-tending. So animal cards are a tool that can support anybody in checking in with like, what is your heart most desire? Checking in with what's what's a question that you have that you're looking for some clarity on. Animals are here to support you, to support all of us in returning to what's really true. So we'll pull anywhere between one and three cards. And um, I recommend that we check in on a theme, a topic, a question for each card. If nothing comes to mind, we can just start with what are what is Sarah being invited to pay attention to. But Sydney. So I would love to start there. You would? For sure. Okay. Yeah. So this question, what am I or what is Sarah being invited to pay attention to? Is uh I learned from Lindsay Mack, former podcast guest on Lidaf. Hello. Sure is. Freaking out. Sure so thank you, Lindsay Mack. Uh what is Sarah being invited to pay attention to at this time? Oh. This is so nice, Sarah. This is dolphin. Dolphin. Oh my god, this is a lovely That's cat. It's an animal. Yes. What oh is? Yes. Well, before I explain or give my offer my interpretation how does dolphin resonate for you
0: um well anytime anyone someone asks me what animal i resonate with in a very offensive way aka spirit animal which i'm trying not to say but i just decided to say it um poor choice of words but uh i always say dolphin because they love to play and they run in packs and they have so much just like energy this is weird, but they enjoy sex. <laughs>
1: I've heard a lot of yes, stories girl. about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can yeah, all those noises. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm down with that. No, I <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, I, oh, and I love the water. Like, I love being in the water. I love floating in the water. Like, I am definitely
1: happiest when I'm in water. So, that's, what, that's why I love the dolphin. I love this. It – My interpretation of, so dolphin energy and medicine, um, I'll also offer instead of saying spirit animal, because people do this all the time and that was like a joke or a meme or something of the early 2000s, I think. But saying, you can say like, I wouldn't really say totem animal. I don't understand what totem means in this context, but saying power animal or Mm. animal guide or animal support, um, animal medicine, those are all words that I generally use. But yeah, anyways, so Dolphin, my understanding of Dolphin is Dolphin is like LOLs all the time. (laughs) Dolphin dolphin is a performer. Dolphin loves to be the center of attention, loves to be on stage. Um, Dolphin is water. So there's a lot of like potent emotion here. And Dolphin's inviting, my interpretation of this for you is that Dolphin is inviting you to like embrace that side of yourself. Like have some fun. I know that you're like, you know we're all kind of going through a big transition right now with like pandemic are we aren't we jobs what's going on with that um confusion about i mean it's also change of you know spring is a huge transitional time so yeah mm, that in the midst of all the upheaval like are there places where you can like soften to your true essence which is like dancing around making noises being on stage enjoying sexy time and just like performing and having great fun oh I love that so much I
0: just feel so seen right now like so incredibly seen
1: thank you dolphin yay should we keep going yeah let's just keep going I love that Do you have any other
0: questions or like yeah that made me kind of wonder like how is dolphin showing up at work because I feel like I just feel like I spend so much of my day at work. Yeah. And as I get older, even though it's the same amount of hours, it feels like more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I have to go to bed earlier. That's why. I used to like, and I used to like party like I was 19. So I would leave work and then I would stay up till like 1 or 2 a.m. and have like, 10 social activities in a show that i would do like for improv so um now i go to bed at 10
2: <laughs> so proud of you.
0: thank you <laughs> so now i like i get angry often of like i only have three hours in the day to myself and that fucking blows which makes work even more precious like i have to you know like i have the need to like enjoy it more i guess if that makes sense so um i'm curious like how is that man the how is the dolphin card manifesting at work
1: how is it or how could it
0: how could it, how could it? because okay. i don't feel like it's quite there yet okay
1: so we're looking for an opportunity to embody dolphin your true dolphin essence at work what animal is here to support sarah in embodying her true dolphin nature in the workplace in her current workplace dolly parton is singing Working that two fat oh Swan. Oh, do, 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 do. oh my God, Swan! No, we were one. just talking about you. you we were. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. I mean, talk about a mesmerizing creature. Like, oh, seriously. I will also say that um, I haven't like I generally use the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. This is a little shadow integration. <laughs> In which I will often, I usually read the interpretation from Kim Kranz and then I offer my interpretation, but I'm just going to do this on the spot. So my understanding of Swan, Swan's like a little, Swan is fucking beautiful and it also has really good boundaries. Like, don't go up to a Swan and be like, hey, you want to eat some of my sandwich? Like, they're going to fuck you up. So (laughs) I, I'm seeing you like, like, holding your own, like, being in your your own personal lane in the workplace. Um, and swan is also, like, really strong. I, I just picture their necks being able to, like, you know, just think about all the things that they do with their necks. I mean, they have to be pretty mm. strong to, like, and flexible. So, hold it. Hold it up. Like, they got to be strong to do that. To hold up that crown. Um, and they're one of the most, like, regal birds. And they don't really make sense. They're just like, no, I actually, I just want to hang out in the water. Like I don't want to go on, you know, I'll go on land, but like, I don't want to fly long distances. I I don't want to like hang out with a big group, you know, I'll have my partner Mm. here and there, but like, I I'm pretty independent. Does that feel supportive? It feels
0: so supportive. It makes me feel like, think of the long game long is in their neck and also just like, I think of like, um, you know, like I'm not a marathoner or like a sprinter. I'm neither of those, but there's an analogy there. It's like this isn't a sprint. It's like the slow kind of game of of um, establishing myself. Because I'm, I'm newer at this company. I've only been there for five months. But it's also a startup in itself. So it's like the company is also new and what we're doing is also new. So that makes me feel like I can feel how to embody that in the workplace and like I really do feel like my dolphin energy is actually what they've loved like that's the feedback that I've been given. And so thinking of that and not worrying about <laughs> contributing in different ways. If that makes sense. So this feel I feel like this gives me strength to just like keep doing this for the long game and not worry about the bullshit that comes up in the in between or like Um, I was just talking about this with you of like feeling very fearful avoidant in terms of um, not being the favorite in my job or like um, not having healed that wound quite yet in the workplace, even though I've healed it in other places.
1: Yeah, that's so strong. And I've never worked for a startup, but I do imagine that people are generally filling these archetypes of like... I'm the, the, this person in the startup and I'll be the, okay, I'll do, I'll do this. And like, I'm, I'm getting from Swan for you that like your role is really important and it's, it's really sturdy. <clears throat> like it has the opportunity to provide you a lot of support for you to feel and to embody like your full confident, well bounded and joyous dolphin expression. I love that. And boundaries are literally my life's work. So thanks,
0: fun. Thank you.
1: And I'm so <laughs> proud of you for how far you've come or the journey you've taken away from octopus energy. I think that was like right uh, before you got the job. Or do you old. remember? I was
0: like, I need to start my own company. I'm like, I already have my own company. Why would I do that?
1: Your, your arms were going <laughs> all over the place. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure octopus just wants you to like stop trying to do the most. <laughs> just, just do what just you already chill. said you would do. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's enough. Can you the best advice for me? You were like, it's way easier, way easier to be like, oh, cool. Okay. How can I just like create a new company and like do this new thing now instead of dealing with the reality of being in that situation? And I was just like, okay, sit down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I've thought about that many times in many other situations. I'm like, oh, do I just not want to be in this reality right now? Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> Take a seat. Take a seat. Take those arms in. <laughs> Octo pumping
1: around. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I would freak oh, So out much though. wisdom. Do you have anything else you want to ask or check in about? I feel like that's good for job. Health keeps coming up. Health? Okay. We could check in about like what animal is here to support you and ground you overall like what's your anchor as Lindsay Mack says um we could check in about who could you embody what animal could you embody the medicine of like right now for your health I love that let's do anchor card. anchor okay yeah you you had some more bodily responses to them <laughs> uh- sure. I was like I need visions
0: Ooh. i need Ow. something to hold on to during all my medical visits this year <laughs> yeah yeah for real.
1: uh all right so what animal is coming forward to support sarah in her health journey right now and moving forward oh, sometimes i like touch a card and i there's something in me that's like keep going <laughs> it's yeah yes sacred daddy elk Get out of here. How many freaking elk did we see last weekend, Sarah? So many. They were there for So many. Oh. Wow. Okay. Elk is like, elk is earth. Elk is sacred daddy. Elk is like, think of your most precious, perfect, like masculine parental figure Mm -hmm. that you may Mm -hmm. not have gotten. This Mm -hmm. is elk. Mm -hmm. And elk Mm -hmm. is like, I'm holding down the fort. I am putting in. I'm, I'm doing elk like masculine in its divine, um, expression is, is a doer and serves a huge purpose. So not as creative, but more like task oriented. Mm, So like, I'm kind of seeing, you mentioned medical visits, um, like doctor's visits and things. I'm kind of seeing an encouragement here from elk to just like check the boxes, Mm, like just go to the appointments. I love that. Whatever it is, like, just do it. Do I have to? <laughs> but also, like, know that it, like that's, that's what this time calls for. Sometimes that's what we need. You need to, like, explore all the options. We need to get all the opinions. But also, like, Sacred Daddy knows what's best for his family, for yeah. his, her, their family. True that. And you know what's best I know. for baby
0: freedom. I love that. Baby Frida, all the babies, yeah, yeah. I love that. I've been avoiding. Like I can be very avoidant with my medical doctor. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm just like, do I have to? I mean, I. So I had a one of the things that I'm dealing with is a blood disorder where one doctor was like, you're good. Like, you don't have to worry about this until you're 50. And then I saw a new doctor and they were like, we're going to have to do a bone marrow biopsy. Nothing is certain at this point. And I was just like, (laughs) I just had a whole year of getting used to this new diagnosis and you just took that away from me. But so my reaction was literally like, well, I never have to see that doctor again. (laughs) no elk we- is like check the box just do uh, it just
1: check the box i mean it could be just do it and check the box it could also be if you fully are like actually i don't need to check this box like trust mm. Mm, love that love that love that i know that's not very helpful because i also am not here to give medical advice yeah 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 Yeah. So of course I not i just want to say like you are a sovereign <laughs> being this is like- <laughs> Like maybe i need a third opinion yeah. is that what he's telling me is that elk is daddy elk saying third opinion maybe this is the third card <laughs>
0: oh that's true that's very true yeah
1: i do i mean i do feel like you have a lot of innate strength and sturdiness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and elks move in herds too and they fucking roam like they go long distances oh wow so maybe blood Quarter wants to go a long
0: distance Love that. Okay, because yeah, this yeah this is gonna be a long haul. So it could also be like,
1: that you don't need to do all the testing now. Mm. Like this is if you have a blood disorder, it's not like you have to figure it all out now. It's like you're living with
0: it. It's not going away. No,
1: <laughs> it's not leaving. No. We're traveling across the country. We're traveling across the yeah. whole continent. Yeah, because that's what illness uh,
0: possible. They roam. They roam. We saw so many of them. I had no idea they were for me.
1: I love that. I didn't know they were for you either. That's probably why I was like, uh, Oh look, there's some elk. <laughs> 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 you were probably you were probably mesmerized in in some way. <laughs> I was like Oh, oh my god.
0: <laughs> I was mesmerized Someone by the elk. big horn sheep they were. Those, yeah. So weird looking and like very muscular in like the death defying way. Like what the fuck?
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, I could just like not go up this mountain, but I'm going to take the hardest, most difficult path. Walk up this crag. I'm actually a Capricorn. I'm not sure if you noticed, So I'm not, but that's what big horse sheep are. (laughs) That's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) And they like the challenging way. They were
0: something else. Thank you for that reading. That was so so beautiful. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Uh, Is there anything else that you would like to share with listeners that are on their own healing journey? I'm
1: going to say I'm bowing to you. I'm fucking bowing to you on your healing journey. Like I would love to say, oh, it'll all become clear one day. And when you turn this age, you'll just have this answer. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. I will say I'm really fucking proud of you and expanded from, you know, TBM to be magnetic language. Like you are showing me what's possible and fuck. Yeah. Thank you. And I see you like, I'm not out here. It's not apparent the work I've done all the time to me or to others. And it's still fucking happening. Mm. So I'm just going to acknowledge you right now. Like, wait if I can go. High five. I hope you feel seen. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. You're doing the best. Yeah. Literally. Um, and how can listeners get in touch with you or follow along with what you're up to? Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, so the best, the, for daily updates, I'm on Instagram at Megan Sprague, um, M E G A N S P R A G U E. Uh, I'm also on the, <laughs> said I'm also on the internet I'm also on <laughs> I have a website world wide web I know I'm on the world wide web world wide web my website is meetmeet M-E-E-T, and on my website there's information about my lineage um, those I've learned from uh, a little about me and then also my offering so um, I'm currently available for one-on-one. Sessions of self tending through animal cards, and uh, it's a 45 minute container done over video conference call. So, anywhere in the world, um, my schedule's up there. If you don't see a time that fits for you, slide into my DMs, please. Send me an email or Instagram. And again, this is a container kind of similar to what um, I just did with Sarah. So, I'm acting as a mirror for your sacred self returning for you to reconnect with your deep inherent wisdom that you already have and I'm just like we're gonna have some fun like this I don't want to take this too seriously we're gonna have fun dolphin dolphin vibes baby that's right (laughs) (laughs) and then I'm also um if you're interested in Well, I have a couple things I, so I have, I'm offering those. I'm also interested in getting involved in maybe doing mini like shorter, um, readings at events, parties, shops around the San Francisco Bay area. So get in touch with me if you have an idea for that, um, or potentially online too. Um, and then I'm hiking the Pacific crest trail after I graduate, um, in May. So I'll probably be starting in June. Follow along on my Instagram for updates with that. And I am, if you are feeling so inclined, I am gratefully receiving donations on my GoFundMe, which is linked on my Instagram page.
0: And I'll include links to all of those below if you're interested in supporting her or booking a reading. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, and you have an amazing giveaway
1: for us. Do you want to tell us about it? Yes, I do. I'm giving away a free reading, y'all. I'm giving away the most lit AF reading. So That's lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's going to be lit. Uh one of my yeah, I'm giving away one free uh self-tending through animal card session with me and Sarah's got those details for you.
0: I do on how to enter. So all you got to do to enter is follow both of us on the Instagrams. And my handle is it's me, Sarah Cohan. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N. And Megan, say yours
1: again, just for the record. Megan Sprague, M-E-G-A-N-S-P-R-A-G-U-E. Perfect. So come
0: follow us on IG and then comment on one of the posts this week about what your favorite part of the episode was and you'll be entered to win. And make sure that you submit your comment by – and you follow us by April 20th and um, I'll be in touch with the winner.
1: Yeah. 420, baby. That's That's the day. 420. Get
0: yourself in there. What a funny day. It's bicycle day. It's 420 day.
1: It's so many things. It's oh, giveaway day.
0: It's also the animal card reading giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. Well, thank you so much, Megan. This was yeah. so much fun.
1: Thank you, Sarah. It is an honor to track my personal growth and healing by appearing on the Lit af podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, everyone listening to, for um consenting to me being in your ears. I'm so fucking honored.
0: Oh, it was a blast. Can't wait
1: to connect. Oh.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar thank you again for listening please stay lit lit af and i hope to see you back here next week